Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode we have Netflix 144th film, it's the 2019 Indian Marathi language drama titled 15 August. It's directed by Swapanil Jakar and it stars Minmari Deshpande and Andanth Kathari. I am Jesse. I have hopefully not butchered those names too much and I am here by myself ready to talk to you about this film. The, well, it's not the 15th of August, it's just 15 August. So hopefully if you've seen this one, you're along for that, that ride. If you haven't and you wanted to check it out, please do because I will be spoiling this as I move along. But um, that spoiler starts now, I guess, where I do the fast flicks where a quick summary of the film is provided. So this one is a love story playing out while the importance of freedom and India's Independence Day hovers in the background. So this one is um, a very Indian-centric film. I, w- I would suggest that um, without a lot of knowledge about the background of the country or, or, or um, context about what's going on in that country, this film might be a little bit of a struggle for some people. But um, we'll wait and see to see uh, what I thought because I do have a bit of a background now after um, covering quite a few of these these Indian language films um, across the, the Netflix originals. And I should have done a count, but we I reckon we've done close to 10 out of these 140 episodes um, so far. So a little bit of background. This one was really hard to find anything about. Um, the only thing I could find was an interview with um, the producer, um, Dixit. And and the, the comment from them was that we have 400 theatres for Marathi films across India. And if more than two films release together, um, the theatres reduce even more, um, meaning that we're talking again about that theatrical release um, in comparison to Netflix. So um, the highlight that they noticed was that, you know, the number of people you can reach is limited if you only have a certain amount of cinemas to put it in. Um, they showed the film to Netflix. Netflix really liked it, um, and and it does not mean that cinemas don't work, is what they've said. But for for this film in particular, Netflix was a great choice at that point because it meant that we were hoping more people could see it. And um, I guess it was released on the 29th of March 2019 on Netflix across the world, filmed across India. And this is where I, I guess I, I I find it hard to back up what the the producers said because not many people have seen this film. If you go on Rotten Tomatoes, there are three reviews. They're all rotten. That's it. Um, there, there's no audience reviews. Um, there's no percentages. You go on IMDb, it's on a 5.8, which you look at and you think, oh, yeah, that's that's not too bad. But that's only on 234 people um, as of the time of recording this. So, uh, And the same for Letterboxd. It sits on a 3 out of 5, and you look at that and you go, that's pretty solid. But only 47 people have seen this. So... Um, I'm not too sure that the the working with Netflix has actually worked in this situation for them because it doesn't look like a lot of people have um, have actually seen this film and I think um, I'll take that into my early thoughts on the actual film so we can we can talk about this one and uh, this does have a large cast of characters uh, there there are so many people it has a, the runtime is over two hours um, and I think a bit of both of those has let this one down a little bit I think that if the focus remained on the love story which is in this film I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, but that leads into some characters that I can talk about from this film, I guess. And, and as I mentioned, this this does cover a love story. And it's between these characters, um, Ju and Raju. Um, so Ju, she comes across as this really nice girl, um, but she is this prisoner to her parents. Um, you know, they're, they're the, the type of parents that we have seen in, in these Indian films before, that they tell her who she should marry. They look at arranged marriages, how she should dress. Uh, it sort of came across, and she does have a brother, I think his name was Rohit. Uh, it looked like that he was sort of on her side a little bit, but but you know, at the end, they they, they arrange for her to meet this rich Indian guy who lives in America, and, and 
without any choice from her and, and you can see throughout that she, she she's not very happy or impressed with this um the other thing with her i guess is that apparently she's good with poetry um they, they do put off a couple of let her spiel off a few little poems um not too sure whether the translations 100 percent worked but um you know possibly that they did sound all right um in, in the native tongue um that, that will lead me into raju which is is her love interest and you know he's a little bit of the opposite to her because he's an artist and from what you can gather in this film being an artist isn't necessarily seen as a very positive or a good career path in India and and he obviously doesn't have a job and um, so because of this he's not acceptable to Jews parents um, and they forbid them to see each other you know and in the past we do see these flashbacks of them being together and 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 you know um, Jews being this this character that that has a job has money and wants to support him financially because she wants to be with him um, and she wants him to be an she wants him to follow through and 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 be happy with with a career path that he wants to do and um i guess through these flashbacks we do get to see little bits and pieces of, of that but um he does buy her a ring um and you know he's serious about making this relationship work but obviously she feels like she has to follow with through with what her parents want from her and even if that isn't exactly what she wants um the other the other side story that I mentioned is that there's heaps and heaps of these other characters around, which I'm not going to go through every single one. I think the, the main one that I talk about is there's this little boy called um, Ninad, um, who, or Ninad, um, and he's this kid who gets his hand stuck in this hole in the middle of the courtyard of this, like, sort of uh, shared apartment sort of um, area, and... This kid is the center of attention for the whole film because this, the events of this film happen on um, in the 15th of August, which is India's Independence Day. And the, the hole that his hand stuck in is a flagpole. Um, the hole that his hand stuck in has the ring that um, Raju has bought for Jew. So Raju doesn't want people to find out that the ring's there. The, the people want to get his hand out. This kid's in pain. Um, and then, you know, by having these people coming together, and we'll talk a bit about this later in the themes, I guess, but having these people around him, he is a very central character. Um, and you do get to get a bit of background about his family too. And, and I guess his, his father, he seems to be this strict guy that, that wants his kid to, to focus on studies. And, you know, the, the reason his hand's stuck in there is is because, you know, he keeps rolling marbles with his friends and, and this ring stuck in there too. But, you know, his dad wants him to play cricket and, you know, calls him an idiot tells him he needs discipline so so obviously he's getting a little bit of a, a hard time at home um as well i guess um there's another artist there this female artist called sonu she she obviously has a crush on raju as well she wants to be an artist as well the last one I'll, I'll talk about which i've mentioned before is that obviously um there's this arranged marriage that's been set up um this guy called amit um from america um he's he's an indian who's living in america um and the interesting thing is when we do get to meet him as an audience we hear that you know he he actually approves of the job that Raju has he he likes art he, he has his own gallery he believes that artists are, are they truly live their life and they're free um and we do find a bit of background too about him and and how he he has a girlfriend in the past who's passed away and and he wants to talk to to Zhu a little bit about you know how she going to let go of, of Raju because he knows that or he can see that 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 um they've had this connection before and you know she asked him to buy a painting of, of Raju's work to hang in the house when they're married and and I guess that sort of leads to that idea that maybe she's not quite ready to let go um just as yet uh, the director for this one um Swapananil Jakar um the only other directing credit I could see was for a 2018 TV series called Horn OK Please um so not sure whether still still working or, or wanting to work but that's the only other the credit that i could see um, apart from this film
time to look at some scenes, some scenes that stood out and some ones that maybe didn't necessarily stand out to. And I think it's really good to point out some of the camera work in this one, um, in particular in and around this this flagpole hole that's in the middle of this courtyard of this shared um, living area. There's a lot of good camera work of these high angle shots of the artwork around this hole, the, the low angle shots from inside the pipe and the hole. So you can see the cleaning of the hole. So you can see the kid's hand stuck in there. Um, and, and also there's, there's a couple of really good um, uh, symbolic sorts of ideas where you've got um, Drew sort of sitting against a couch where she, it looks like she's imprisoned through these bars of, of, of the wall and things like that. So some really good um, symbolism in this film, um, as well as uh, there's a character, an uncle-like character, who sort of adds the the enthusiasm for this film. He's, he's upbeat. He comes up with all the suggestions. He's the one that's that's giving that um, that explanation as to what the day's about and how to, to hang up the flag for, for Independence Day and things like that. And he's the one that, that comes up with a majority of the suggestions too to... Um, to get Ninad's hand out of the hole. So um, I think that, yeah, he, he was much needed. Without him, this film probably would have been a lot worse. Uh, the last thing that, that I'll touch on is, uh, and I've already given the spoiler alert, but at the end, we do actually get to see this couple together and they hug at the end and in front of everyone, including their parents. And it's this idea of being free together. And we'll talk probably a little bit more about the idea of freedom um, in some themes soon. Uh, but before that, I need to talk about some things that I didn't really like, some forgettable stuff. And I think that this whole idea about this kid with his hand stuck in this flagpole flag pole hole, um, it was so repetitive and just went on and on and on. And by the end of it, I was like, this, I know that they were using it as a central location for all the characters to be together. But I mean, if I went through, they, they tried to sing his hand out. They tried to use Dettol, soapy water, shaving cream, a hammer and chisel, the idea of a road excavator. They tried to pray. They tried to pull him upside down. They tried a dog. And then they're like, finally, let's get the fire brigade. So I think the, the, the joke, or if it was meant to be funny, it was, it just wasn't funny um, for me in particular. Um, yeah, the other thing that I found a little bit laughable was the, the love interest guy, um, rocks up Amit, and you know, the, all these people are trying to get this kid's hand out of this hole and he rocks up in this nice car and, um, you see these really sad looks on, on uh, Raju's face and, uh, inside, once the guy gets inside the house, um, Drew's dad pulls the blinds down so that Raju can't see it anymore. And then just out of nowhere, it just starts bucketing down rain. And I just, I just couldn't help myself but laugh and just sit there thinking, seriously, come on, like we, we get the the rain represents tears and, and sad times. So I think it was a little bit in your face. Uh, and then the last thing too, just another situation with this poor kid with his hand stuck in the hole. Um, at, after this rain, after it rains um, randomly, just so we can see the, the emotion and sadness for Raju, you know, he, apparently he needs to pee whenever he hears rain. So just the, we spent five minutes about this discussion about how they're going to let this kid pee while his hand's stuck in the hole. And then at the end, they give him this choice of a, a variety of different empty bottles and he that makes a big deal that he likes orange juice. So he's going to pick an empty orange juice bottle to pee in. And then they proceed to have him pee in a bottle. And I was just like, I don't know, it didn't add anything um, at all. It was just a, a useless scene. So that's it. Realistically, not an awful lot to complain about, but um, there we go. And all right, so some time to talk about some ideas and some themes and some messages that this one was trying to say. And I, th I guess, you know, it was an over two hour uh, running time. So it did have quite a bit to say. And, and this one, 
um, yeah, it's it's about independence realistically. This is, this is it has so much side commentary about the independence of India as a country and um, people as individuals and and this idea of freedom um, in that independence and the freedom to love, the freedom to to choose your career, the freedom to to choose how to die as well. I guess um, we do one of the side characters is um, an elderly man. I think they call Grandpa or, um, or you know even that idea of um, the freedom to to get out of a hole and and this idea too that. Um, or this metaphor of being stuck in a, in a hole that you know the, these characters are stuck in a hole at times or or they may be trying to say that the country is a hole stuck in a hole at a time and um, it's an idea of, of this unity too you can be independent but still be um, a union and and come together for each other because this chore or this this area that they all live in they all live behind these closed doors and and they make mention lots of times that they don't really like to associate with each other so this actual event of this kid getting his hand stuck in his hole gets them all together um, which is which is a nice thing so yes you can be independent yes you can have your own freedom but it is nice to to join together at times too so realistically not a not a too bad a message to to come away with um, and there's also that idea too of, of letting go of greed um, you know looking out for each other um, this kid has this ring or or this idea of the ring to be together that they don't need that ring realistically they've got each other so um yeah that's the last little takeaway i guess and i will you know finish off a little bit here with you know what did i take away from this film and uh, i think that for me seeing arranged marriages again on the screen in one of these films and i get it's a, a a cultural thing but i'm just a little bit over it i i feel like we don't need to be seeing arranged marriages because i feel like it's it's so against and maybe this is me just i'm not even trying to preach i'm just like i just don't understand and don't don't feel that we need to see that on the screen because it's such a negative thing and i don't yeah that's just my, my personal thoughts i guess i guess i did learn that the 15th of august is um independence day in india so that's a, a cool little historical fact that i can um think about but i think the the biggest takeaway f- for me from this one is there's these scenes where um Ju and Raju that you know they're coming up with ideas of of how to scare this new love interest guy off and um there's this suggestion to call him a mother effer and I went I'm like in Australia this is this film's rated PG and parental guidance is recommended there and Netflix obviously in Australia regulate their own content and put their own ratings on and I don't think I've ever seen a PG rated film uh with the f word in it and so this, I guess this highlights my concern that, you know, before we spoke about the amount of people that have actually seen this film, which is very minimal. Um, so I think that there's a chance that there's possibly no one at Netflix in Australia in particular that's even bothered to watch this film. They've just gone, oh, it's a, it's a love story, nothing bad in it. We'll just chuck a, a PG rating on it. So uh, a little bit concerning, to be honest, that we can get a film, you know, if you, if you're trying to follow that, that rating process or, or the, the classification process and you, and you wanted to show a nice family friendly film and you say PG, you go, cool. I, I feel comfortable popping this on without me being in the room. And if, you know, some younger kids manage to, and I know that you'd have to have the subtitles on and they'd have to be able to read the subtitles to know what they're saying. Cause it's not in English, but um, yeah, I just thought that was a little bit inappropriate and a little bit um, counterproductive from Netflix. Not, not thinking that one through. Um, I think I'm always ready to finish this one off. I think I, I've sort of explained it as best I possibly can. I think that, you know, the, like we said, the film does have a lot to say. There are lots of little messages throughout this film, but it is a little bit overbloated with too many characters and too many situations. And and I, I find it really hard, um, I guess, to make a connection to some of the ideas and themes um, if 
you know, like myself, I'm living outside of India. I get that whole idea of freedom and, and that whole idea of being independent. That's really cool. But some of the other stuff just doesn't sit well with me. So um, it's not a horrible film, but two and a half out of five is what I'm going to give this one. Um, we are on social media. We've got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram. Please give us a follow or a like or anything on, and like, you know, if you can give us a five-star rating um, on Apple Podcasts, that would be great as well to get us up um, so people can see us. But the question I wanted to put out to the audience this week is that, you know, do you think that um, Drew made the right decision at the end picking the the artist over the the rich um, American or the rich dude living in America? What do you think? Do you think that that was the right choice? And I think, um, you know, sometimes it's nice to see these uh, cliches broken in film, but I, I think that myself, I think she's made the right choice at the end of this one. So hopefully uh, you've enjoyed having a listen along and, and hearing what I've had to say on this film. Next week we'll be back and next week um, MJ will be back with me to cover off the 2019 film. It's a period crime drama called The Highwaymen. Uh, this is directed by John Lee Hancock. Good cast. It stars Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson, Kathy Bates, John Carroll Lynch, Kim Dickens, Thomas Mann and William Sadler. So if you've seen The Highwaymen or keen on seeing this one, um, please do jump on board for next week because we'll have a good discussion about that so yeah thank you again for coming along for the ride hope you've enjoyed this and uh i look forward to you keeping me company next week